live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Hey there, welcome. Thank you for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm the other guy, James Parker, but Sean Mueller, the guy across the table from me, is the founder and CEO of a local financial firm. So this show called Retire Right, you can guess what it's about. We're going to fill your little head full of anything it takes to get you ready for retirement. This could be investing. This could be when you, how do you navigate these weird programs like Social Security and Medicare? This could be what do you do about inflation or how do I lower my taxes? Anything. That's what this show is all about. Sean Mueller is the guy that's going to walk us through it. Welcome back, Sean. How you doing? I'm doing great, James. Good to be back. Uh, how's everything with you? Doing okay. Doing okay. I wanted to start with something I saw in the uh, the headline floating through my social media, and I sent it to you earlier this week. And I, I just wanted to pick your brain about this because the annual retirement rankings are out and the the United States, when they grade all the countries in our retirement system, whatever that's supposed to mean, we got a C plus. And, you know, I don't think uh, our retirement system's perfect, but it put us like right under Kazakhstan where Borat's from. So I, I think there's some flaws in the methodology here, but I just wanted to walk through it with you and, and see what you think. Because this is from the uh, Mercer CFA Institute Global Pension Index. And C-plus seems like we got kind of a bad rap. So let's dig into this report. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna kind of lump in a lot of things. They're, uh, one of the bigger things that hurt our score overall was Social Security and the fact that in 2033, we're, we're potentially going to start having some issues with that. So one of the bigger things that really pushed our score down to that C plus, uh, I mean, look, C plus, right? That, that's still passing. That's uh, C's get degrees from uh, from what I hear. So as long as you get a C, at least it's a it's a passing grade. But yeah, I, we can. I <laughs> optimism there. See, we're not failing. Yeah. But yeah, we can absolutely do better. And I wouldn't necessarily pinpoint like the government and stuff like that. We, I mean, we have a lot of issues going on, as we all know, in this country. When you're looking at inflation, you're looking at our national debt, uh, again, Social Security, all these things are going to, you know, really put the pressure on retirees. And it's harder to live that retirement dream, I would say, that folks dreamt about for the longest time in the United States. And when and when you're factoring in pensions and lack thereof for the future retirees, it's really going to put some strain on, on people's retirement. Well, I feel like some of the the grading mechanisms in here can't help but be political. You know, it, of course, some of it's politically driven, but yet you can't get away from it when you're talking about things like Social Security and Medicare and what it means if one country has uh socialized medicine and one country doesn't or one country, you know, subsidizes other things that benefit retirees, even though it crams the economy for the rest of the people and puts it in, in a slower gear, or, you know, their standard of living all across the board may be lower. But if they have free stuff, you know, that, that seemed to be graded high on this scale. And I don't necessarily think that was fair. Yeah, I don't I don't agree either. And, and for one way, we have what, like 330 million Americans or something like that. Yep. So, I mean, it's a lot bigger than, you know, th these other countries, the Netherlands, Iceland, Denmark. You know, these are the countries that got A's. So we have a little bit more uh, to kind of worry about and help fund in their retirement. But uh, that with that said, there's things that this study is looking at as far as home ownership, uh, household debt. I think household debt is is really going to drive our score 
into those C's because a lot of a lot of folks, unfortunately, have quite a bit of debt, whether it be uh, mortgage debt, credit card debt, car debt, you name it, uh, medical bills. Uh, this country has a tremendous amount of debt, which is going to make it even harder to really get an A score on this assessment. Let's talk about other reasons why we didn't get an A. Well, like, what could we improve to put us up at an A, even in the eyes of this list? One of those, continue to put in 401ks and build those up. A lot of folks don't understand that. There's many Americans that don't have the opportunity to to put money away into a 401k um, and or get matched in that 401k. Being able to get matched in your 401k is huge. If your employer matches you 5%, 4%, whatever it is, might be a good idea for you to take that match. In a sense, kind of think of it as free money at that point. So, and many Americans don't have that opportunity. They don't have uh, even enough funds left over to even look at an individual retirement account, so an IRA. So that's something that they're not able to really shove money in. And a lot of things comes down to that standard of living. It comes down to the inflation that we're experiencing, the taxes that we're paying and all that. There's not a lot left over to continue to build your own savings account. And if you're going to be relying on social security in the future, not the best idea. And if you don't have a, a pension, that, then your retirement's really, it, it, for one, you're going to be a lot older when you retire because you're just not going to be able to retire when you're 62 or 65 because you just don't have the savings to live off of. Well, I think that uh, the United States has people who are in vastly different situations uh, when they go into retirement, more so than some of these other countries, because uh, the the outcome that people have in retirement in the United States when they have done the right thing, when they have saved money, when they have lived below their means so they weren't paycheck to paycheck and just squeezing the highest standard of living they could. I don't know if they're trying to impress the Joneses or their neighbor or their siblings or something to that effect or just trying to be what they see on TV. But for the people that did the right thing, uh, the United States has a great setup for you to thrive in retirement, but that means you must have saved at some point. Right. That's when, especially for the baby boomers nowadays, the ones that save, the ones that you know continue to pay into Social Security, they uh, have those pensions. And then on top of it, even though when they stopped the pensions and put really put a freeze on them uh, and started offering 401ks, those are the folks that continue to contribute to their 401ks, live under their means. So they weren't stretching every single dollar every week. They were able to say, you know what, let's pay ourselves first. Let's put 10% or 20% of uh, the money that we make in some form of a savings account or investment account before we even think about uh, buying a, a new TV or uh, you know new clothes, whatever it may be. So these are the folks that were very responsible. And if you are responsible and you live under those means, uh, then you can absolutely live a beautiful retirement. We see it every single day in our office. We have so many different retirees uh, that are living their retirement dreams. And that's because they saved uh, and they did things the right way. They protected their families, whether it be with some form of life insurance. You know, unfortunately, it, you have clients that that pass away, and and now they have a life insurance policy that pays out that allows their surviving spouse to continue to live that retirement they dreamt of. Yeah, and some of the concerns when you read through this article, you can find it in uh, Yahoo Finance. Uh, it sounds like a lot of the issues they bring up are the problems that people have when they go to retirement and they don't have anything saved. Well, then you are just at the mercy of Social Security, Medicare, maybe even Medicaid if things get bad enough. So, yeah, those people have a problem. But if you've done the right thing and you got a financial plan, it, this list starts to make less and less sense. Because like I said at the beginning, they, they ranked us behind Kazakhstan. 
And tell me, Sean, your financial advisor, you've put together hundreds, if not thousands of financial plans. Has one person left and gone to Kazakhstan, left the United States or I don't know, left the Detroit area and gone to, to the home of Borat? No, no, not not a one. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm Again, these studies are, are kind of funny and we bring them up on the show and it's fun to go over them. But uh, I mean, if we're being honest, the United States is a beautiful place to retire. Uh, you know, are we do we have a 50 percent uh, federal tax on our monies? No, but that some of those countries are pretty darn close when you're when you're looking at uh, Sweden, for instance, their their tax rates fairly high. So, you know, you would have to basically give up more to potentially get a little more in retirement. I'm, I'm a type of person that I rather control my own future. I'd rather save and invest my own money and not have necessarily the government try to do it for me. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at uh, how you should rank these countries is where they're going in retirement. Now, I don't think anybody's leaving Michigan because it stinks. They might might just go south for the winter because it's kind of cold, but no one's going to Kazakhstan. And another another thing, a uh, serious concern I think the article brings up is that that people have fewer pensions today and sort of the pension backup for us is Social Security. And that thing is doomed any way you look at it. Now, it's going to be on a long time horizon. It's going to have to be, you know, curtailed a little bit right now. It's fine. But if they want to look at a long time horizon, that might be a legit concern. Absolutely. Social Security has its struggles. There's no question about that. They put it right on your Social Security statement. They're not trying to hide it. And when you have less people paying into Social Security, because before we had the baby boomers, so there was a lot of folks that were paying into it. These folks are are basically starting to approach it, you know, the end of uh, their working years, going into retirement, turning on Social Security. So you have a large portion of the population that is actually collecting Social Security, a lot less actually paying into Social Security. People are having uh, less kids. You know, back in the day, I, I know and I have clients, you, you know, they have seven siblings, eight siblings. It's incredible. Most of the time, Nowadays, two kids, three kids. When you hear somebody that has four kids, you you're, you can't even believe it anymore. Hey, hey that's me. I have yep. four. Right. We pulled up the drawbridge after that. That's for sure. But yeah, I, I, we talk about on the show, uh, even if you don't have a pension coming in and Social Security is not going to be enough to, to support your expected standard of living. You know, you can come up with your own pension plan. You can sort of do it yourself. Take your assets, put them in some financial tools and get a monthly check that doesn't run out. On your own. You don't need a government program. That's it. And that's what we do every single day. We're taking monies. Uh, we're putting in different investment tools, generating lifetime income for you and increasing lifetime income, making sure that we're keeping up with inflation. Inflation has been terrible over the last few years. We all feel it. And if your money isn't growing and your income in retirement isn't growing, that means you're not going to be able to continue to live the lifestyle you want to live in retirement. So it's so important to continue to have those income streams grow and, you know, taking advantage. And sometimes people uh, have uh, pension lump sums that they'll take that lump sum and then create a pension of their own. Uh, for a lot of folks, that makes a lot of sense. So just because you don't have a pension doesn't mean you can't create a pension of your own. All right. For new people, if the guy listening is new to the show, uh, let's give him the rundown of some of the basics. Where are you located? And he needs to know about your book. Yeah, absolutely. We're in Southfield, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, right across the street from the Southfield Public Library. 
very center location for those folks uh, from all around Metro Detroit. We're easy to get to. Uh, and then I wrote a book. It's called Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise, because we all hear all these different uh, noises. You know, you have an uncle or a brother telling you what you should invest in, what you shouldn't invest in. Uh, you have the media telling you all these different things. This you got to drown out article. all that noise. Yeah, this counts as noise in my book, this Yahoo <laughs> Finance article. You got to drown yeah. that out. Exactly. But if you drown it out and you actually sit down with a professional like ourselves that can go over and break things down, I think we do a fantastic job at that. We want to educate our clients. That way you guys can make the best decisions for you and your family. So we give you the pros and cons to to all these different investments and then show you, okay, if you go this route, this is how your plan potentially could look. So we wrote a book. Uh, again, Retire Right. You can get a free copy if you text book b-o-o-k to 248-988-9696 248-988-9696 you can get a free copy you can go on amazon and buy your own but why would you do that would you can text book to that number and get your free copy today all right 248-988-9696 the website mullerretirementplanning.com i'm james parker we'll be right back with more retire right with sean mueller Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Text right to 248-988-9696. That's R-I-G-H-T to 248-988-9696. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million dollars. That's more than $2 billion a day. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning know what to look for. Sean can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 248-988-9696 to set up a visit with Sean Mueller and Mueller Retirement Planning. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now 248-988-9696. Firm may not give tax advice. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Hey there, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker, and Sean and I get together every weekend to talk about any topic it takes to get you ready for retirement and make the right decision when it comes to these, uh, you know, these financial forks in the road that you're about to face. That's what this show is all about. And one thing that a lot of people go through in retirement, and I, I absolutely plan to do this. I can't wait to do this, and that's downsizing. Some people like living in a giant mansion or, or a big house with a big yard. Uh, but I'm an inherently lazy person, Sean. Or maybe not lazy. How about efficient? That's probably a better word. It's a synonym I prefer. I'm an efficient guy. 
I'm looking forward to getting in a smaller house, maybe even a condo so where I don't even have to mow the yard anymore. And if something breaks, I can make someone else fix it. Let's talk about downsizing in retirement. As a financial advisor, what do you see? Because you've seen people go through this phase in droves. Yeah, you want to declutter or downsize, that's for sure. Uh, and and really, there's a couple of reasons why most folks do it. I, I would say the first one's very obvious is the cost. You want to lower your cost of everything and then the complexity of everything. If you're still maybe in your family home that you, you raised your kids in and, and you're staring at your spouse uh, across the living room and you and you guys never really venture upstairs because your primary bedroom's downstairs and you haven't been up there maybe in a month, uh, you might want to start considering downsizing. You're probably not utilizing your house and there's really no reason at that point to be paying more, whether it be in taxes, heating and cooling bills, upkeep or anything like that. So start thinking about doing that again, downsizing cost. And then what you really want to start doing is is making things easier for yourself. You know, you're, you're retired or going to be retired. You don't want a bunch of uh, accounts and things spread out all over the place. You want to really clean it up to make it much easier to manage. When you have 10 different accounts spread out um, or things, you know, at your house and there's stuff in the basement, there's stuff in the upstairs closet, you don't really know what's going on. You know, that that can be really overwhelming. What you want to do in retirement is just simplify everything. That way you can just take a deep breath. That's that's kind of the way I look at retirement is like you finally can take a deep breath. You're not in the rat race anymore of working. You want to try to make your life stress-free or is at least close to stress-free as possible. Well, I like that word you use, decluttering. I was talking strictly about downsizing, but that that is a big aspect of it is let's just have fewer complexities as necessary to keep this whole thing going because um, fewer things to worry about sounds like the whole point of retirement. Yeah. And, you know, when you bring it back to, yeah, you know, let's just say you have multiple 401k accounts, for instance, I mean, it might make sense for you to really just roll that into one IRA. Okay. Now it's just less paperwork you're getting at home or emails that you're getting, less you got to keep up on, or if things change in your life, it's one less account you got to update beneficiaries or make investment decisions on, things like that. So again, it's, it's all about just simplifying your life. And that could, again, be downsizing your home, saving money that way, or just making sure that everything's tight, everything's in order. You have all your documents in order. You know, if something happens to you and your spouse, it makes it easier for your kids. They don't have to go through all of your stuff and try to figure out where everything is because you got everything organized. When it comes time to declutter the finances and people come to you, what are some of the common things that you recommend people do? You know, I'm not saying everyone's got to go to a financial advisor, but for the the do-it-yourselfer, give him some tips on on what he can do to sort of declutter and downsize. Yeah, for one of those things is, you know, just consolidation, consolidating accounts. It just makes it much easier to manage and it makes it easier so you know what's going on in each one of your accounts. If, you, if you've got multiple accounts, uh, you know, all over the place, are those accounts and in investments complementing one another? And it's hard for some folks to know that if, if it's not all in one account so you can really see it. So doing that, I would say, uh, you know, as far as just making it simpler at home. Uh, just, you know, once every couple of months, I know that's what my wife and I do. Once every couple of months, we will uh, go through the basement and just start kind of getting rid of and donating things. And because, you know, you, you basically look at each other and go, hey, have you, you even come down here and use this in the, in the last two or three months? And most of the time the answer is no. And 
then it's probably time to start moving on from that. Do that, go through closets, whatever it is, and just start getting rid of some of these things. It, it, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you're accomplishing something. And it just gets potential other distractions out of the way in your life. You know, when you have too much clutter, it, it's sometimes it's hard to even make decisions because you just got a lot of stuff in your face all the time. Well, I think you'll be surprised at how little you miss some of this stuff that you throw away. And, you know, one of the hard lessons that happened in my family, my parents' house burned down uh, like three years ago. And it had a bunch of my old stuff in it that I don't know why I was keeping it. What do I need my soccer trophy from eighth grade? Why do I need my high school letter jacket? Why do I need? And it was just a, a whole house full of stuff that it burned down. No one was hurt. But in the end, it almost did my parents a favor because they moved into a new house. And now it's not full of junk and they don't really miss much of that stuff. I know there's always an excuse to keep something. Somebody's, oh, you know, you think, a, you know, one day I'm going to use this weird gadget that someone gave me or whatever. That's kind of the, the way I tend to look at things, you know, when I'm cleaning out the house and whatnot. I go, if the house burns down right now, am I truly going to miss this thing right here? And most of the time, the answer is no, I'm not going to miss it. So, you know, it's time to, to, to move on from it and donate it and maybe give someone else an opportunity uh, to use it or ha have a garage sale. Uh, and make a little extra money off of it. I mean, that's a really good idea to 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 maybe raise a little extra cash in retirement, a little bonus for you is have a yard sale or a garage sale with all of that that stuff. So you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. You're decluttering and potentially making a little extra coin. So maybe you can uh, uh, go to your favorite restaurant or, or whatever else. There's so many people that, that come in, you know, that really don't know what they have exactly. And, you know, some folks have trouble even finding 401k statements and pulling those up. But it's something that we can help you out with. So don't be embarrassed. Give us a call and come in. So one of the things I like about downsizing, at least the idea of downsizing, we talked about, you know, decluttering and simplifying and streamlining. But I'm just thinking about uh, as I get older, there's also the physical element that is an advantage of downsizing because I don't mind mowing the lawn now, but when I'm 90, am I going to be as enthusiastic about a push mower? You know, and I also, you know, I, I'm tired of fixing stuff, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Most of us bearing certain things, uh, will no longer be able to do the, the yard work and things like that. So, you know, it is nice to, to start to, to get rid of some of that stuff. And, uh, you know, th those are things that we can talk about and really build into your budget. Because I know a lot of folks like doing it. Some folks don't want to pay to have somebody do it. So let's sit down and talk about it, see where you are in this situation. And then let's see, hey, can we build that into your budget so we can have somebody come over and mow your lawn or have somebody come and fix up things around the house, you know, when you're no longer capable or if you are capable, you just simply don't want to do it anymore. So it, that's definitely one of the things that we'll go over and talk about and build into your budget. Yeah. And I, my parents' experience is one of downsizing. They had 30 acres and now they live on like a quarter of an acre in a subdivision. And they were so sad for about a month or two. And now it's been a little over a year. And they said they would never, they would never move back. They love living in a subdivision. And it's because it's the phase of life where they're not supposed to be taking care of a ranch and 30 acres and they're supposed to be kicking back and taking it easy. And you know what? That's preferable to living on the, you know, the, I, I guess they watched a whole lot of Bonanza growing up. But, um, you know, the, the fantasy is over. This is real life. And this subdivision is actually really nice. Yeah. Again, you just want to simplify things. And that comes down to, you know, hiring a professional financial planner to help you build a plan and actually oversee your assets in retirement. That way you're not 
having to wake up every day and do research and stress about the the stock market and what you may have lost. That's not for you to really do in retirement anymore. Let's have somebody else, a professional, oversee that so you can actually just focus on the fun things that you want to do, whether it's spending more time with your grandkids or going on vacations, whatever your retirement is, whatever you want that to look like, focus on that stuff. Don't focus on the other stressful stuff that you can actually benefit from having someone else oversee and do for you. All right. So whether you're looking forward to downsizing or you're going to approach it kicking and screaming, coming up next with Sean Mueller, we're going to break down some of the steps that he runs through at Mueller Retirement Planning to help people go through this process. And you know, if you're a do-it-yourself or maybe you're going to pick up some good tips that you can use if you're looking for some financial help, uh, stick around because you're about to get it coming up next. I'm James Parker. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. The whole reason to get a plan so you can say, you know what? Hey, Sean, uh, now I'm starting to think uh, maybe 65 is better. Another reason why it's so important to have a plan, you're just constantly making adjustments to these plans as your life circumstances change. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. We're talking about downsizing in retirement and, you know, decluttering is part of that. And, you know, downsizing is uh, sometimes you get to do it because you want to do it. Sometimes it's forced upon you because you've run out of assets and you don't have any choice Let's talk about the process, whether whether it's forced upon you or you're doing it voluntarily. What are some of the steps the guy listening can expect when this uh, process happens? Yeah, be the one that you actually downsize and it's not forced upon you. That's you don't want to be on that side. So get ahead of this thing, because, you know, the upkeep for for a home can uh, especially a big home in retirement can be a pain. If you have a second home upkeep on that's a pain. If you have three, four five cars upkeep on that's a pain. So make things a little bit more simple for yourself. And and really, we like to break it down into two manageable steps. So really in the first meeting, that's the conversation. You know, we're talking about what you want to see happen. So uh, how do you feel about your current picture? When do you see yourself making updates? Uh, what's the most important things to yourself as far as retirement goes? You know, you got to remember our goals here are your goals. So they basically will change and we tailor them to every single uh, couple or client that we help. So we just want to really get to understand what makes you tick, what's very important to you so we can help start building that into your plan. And then in the second meeting, we basically will will lay everything out and, and give you all these different options in a way to really approach uh, you know, your future retirement. So we're, we're talking about ways of reducing risk in your portfolio, maybe you know taxes are are, are something that's that's big. You know, we, we want to take a look and how we can save you potentially in in taxes. Um, 
maybe, uh, you know, long-term health is something that is important, meaning, uh, you know, a lot of folks have had parents go through long-term care and they're in a nursing home or assisted living home. And that really touches them because they see either their parents go through the bulk of their savings and maybe leaving another spouse or the remaining spouse basically with nothing at the end of the day. So, so then we can start talking about options on to approach long-term care. There's insurance policies uh, that have death benefits uh, if you don't use the long-term care portion of it. So there's there's multiple ways to approach the retirement um, plan building. And that's what we want to go over with you in, in that second meeting and, and give you all of your different options. We don't really take that approach where it's like, this is what you have to do or else you're making huge mistakes. We like to give you multiple options so you can really make the best decision for yourself. Well, I'm noticing this decluttering process, you know, the Venn diagram is overlapping with some other financial professions because you mentioned taxes a few times in there. And then also some of this stuff sounded like uh, estate planning concerns, but you know, these are all part of a financial plan. It's just branching out into other areas. Yeah. It's not just investments. When you're looking for a financial planner, and you may have heard this this one before, the butcher versus dietitian metaphor. So, for instance, you know, let's just say every week you go to your local butcher shop, and you walk in, and there's a bunch of guys there, and they're in aprons, and and they have a ton of different choices for for all these different meats, you know. They know so much about every single meat, more than you're ever going to be able to learn. And basically you walk in, you're like, hey, Lou, I'm going to have a barbecue this weekend. You know, what do you got for me? And, and Lou might say, hey, you, we got the uh, we got the skirt steak this week. It's looking really good. Or uh, we got ribeyes or fillets, you know, marinate them and they'll tell you how to cook them and all that stuff. And it all sounds great. But here's the thing. This is one thing that Lou will never say. He's never going to, you know, you're never going to walk in there and he's going to go, Sean, you're, you're a little heavy on the meats lately. You know, your, your cholesterol is getting a little high. You should probably go across the street to the, uh, to the fish market and take a, a couple of weeks off, off eating all this meat. And, and that's basically because he's got something to sell you. He, he's, he's doing meats. He's going to sell you meats. He doesn't care about anything else. And that's really where the kind of we compare that to a broker. The difference between the butcher and the dietitian, the dietitian is going to sit down with you and, and, and go over your charts and, and say, all right, what are you eating? What do you have? Uh, you know, your numbers are high. What we need to do is put together a right plan, a diet for you that's specifically in your best interest. I don't care what it is. Uh, I don't care if it's vegetables or fruit or meats or fish. It doesn't matter. What we're trying to do is just create the, the best balance for your diet. And that's the biggest difference. You know, when we sit down with our clients, we're putting together an entire plan. We don't care what it is. Okay, we don't care what type of investments they are. What we're trying to do is just make sure they're the right investments for you, the right balance for you. So we got to sit down, especially in that first meeting, and really get to understand what makes you tick, what you want your retirement to look like, so we can go to the drawing board and solve that. Dr. Sean Mueller. Yes. Here to heal your financial woes. All right, so <laughs> let's talk about the the cost of a financial planner. And we talk about you, but you don't, the guy listening knows he doesn't necessarily have to go to, to get help from you. There's other financial planners out there. You're not going to be the perfect fit for everyone. So when you're shopping around for a financial planner, uh, what's the cost you can expect? How do you know if you're getting ripped off? Yeah, so basically the costs are going to vary depending on the type of investments you're going into and all of that. But I would say most folks, they're not really too concerned about the costs in the sense they want you to help solve for their taxes, for their health care, 
for these rising inflation costs. They really want to see that they're getting the proper value. As long as you're showing them that the value that you bring, solving for their actual needs, if they have a problem, you need to solve for it. Give Give them a couple different solutions here so they can make the best decision for themselves. So that's really what I feel is important when you sit down with a financial planner is that they're showing you the value that they bring. They're not just telling you, hey, you need to buy this bundle of stocks and your income is going to be okay. You need to see exactly where your income's coming from. And also, you got to look at some of those hidden fees. You know, if you're looking at mutual funds, for instance, there's a lot of hidden fees in mutual funds, variable annuities. You know, those type of investments can be costly. So just because somebody's saying, look, it's going to cost you this and, you know, X amount. Well, what are the other fees that are trickling in that you're not seeing that could be draining your portfolio over time? So you have to make sure you're getting the value. You have to make sure this person's actually solving for your problems. And you can act, and you can visually see that they're solving. They're not just telling you that everything's going to be okay. That's the one thing that bothers me the most when folks come in and they say, you know what, I sat down with, with, my, uh, with my planner and they told me I was going to be fine. They said they're just going to, you know, generate X amount out of my portfolio and I won't run out of money. But but how are they going to do that? What does that look like? Uh, what does your accounts look like in these rough periods, that, you know, right in the last couple of years? What does your portfolio look like if you're withdrawing off of it? What does it look like in a 2008 and you're retired and you need to generate income? How are they protecting your assets? And if they're, they can't answer that, if they're just saying that you're going to be okay, then you definitely need to sit down with someone else and get a second opinion because really you don't have a planner, you have a broker. I noticed some ears perked up when you were exposing some hidden fees. Can you go a little deeper in that? I think I heard a, a variable annuity get mentioned there, but talk a little bit more about hidden fees. Where are they? Yeah, there's different expenses in there uh, for variable annuities for sure. And then basically the thing is, you know, just talking about variable annuities in general, uh, you know, your principal is not protected in there. So your money's going up and down in the market. And then if you want to buy a guaranteed income rider for that, meaning they're going to give you a guaranteed percentage towards your your income rider, that's usually pretty costly. I mean, it can be anywhere from two to three percent. And so if you're not paying attention to what's going on in there, you know, not only are you paying you know, that, that percentage, now your money is not even protected in the market. So you got to be careful there. Same thing with mutual funds. They have different loads, meaning they can have higher front end loads and things like that. So, you know, if you're not seeing what's actually going on, you know, and I talk about this when, when people come to my seminars, if you're not seeing what's going on behind the curtain of your statements and your investments, you could be paying a lot more than your fair share. And that's what you got to be careful of is too, because, you know, if, if you're able to save, uh, you know, a percent or a couple of percent per year on certain investments, that can go a long way. You're talking about 20 or 30 years in retirement. So you really got to understand what you're paying and how that's going to affect your retirement overall. Well, I like the metaphor you did with the, the butcher versus the dietitian. When you go into an office, you know, metaphorically go into an office, call or visit a website, what are you looking for that lets you know if you're dealing with a broker or a fiduciary or a financial planner? Yeah, you're basically getting a real plan. It bothers me so much when folks tell me that they have a plan and I go, all right, well, show me your plan then. And they're like, yeah, well, it's right here. And they just, it's it's a account statement. And I'm like, that's not a plan. That's just your account statement. That's just a, that's just a bunch of different stocks and bonds in there. What's the actual plan here? How are you going to safely generate income out of here and how much? Are you going to be able to compensate for inflation? And what does that look like? How much risk do you know how much risk you're taking overall? Because right now, 
all of your money's in the stock market and we don't know what's going to happen and and you could you can lose a, a a ton potentially i mean look at what happened over covid in covid in in 4 to 5 weeks the s&p 500 was down 33% that quickly yes we did recover from that but what if we didn't what's your portfolio going to look like what's your income going to look like are you going to be able to go back to work and if so uh, or if you have to go back to work, are you going to be hireable? At what age? At 70, 75? There's not a lot of uh, companies out there looking for a, a fresh young 75-year-old, you know? So, you know, these are things that you really need. It's so important to have a plan. I just can't stand when people try to tell me they have a plan and and it's, and it's an account statement. Like, come on. Okay. So how much are you asking? We, we talked about fees and, and costs, but how long does it take to put together one of these plans? Is this like one meeting in one hour or is this a series of 17 meetings over five yeah. months? Or? Well, it takes us quite a bit of time. Lucky for the for the client, it doesn't. You're going to come in in that first meeting. You're going to sit down, you know, that that's usually about an hour. And then that's where we can really dig in deep and, and see what you actually have, uh, where your other incomes might be and how much, you know, social security, pension income, whatever that may be. And then in the second meeting, that's where we're able to lay out our recommendations and you're able to visually see the improvements that we can potentially make to your retirement. You know, it's going to take all the guesswork out. You're going to know how much you're going to be able to generate in retirement, what that's going to look like, and, and really how much assets could potentially be left over at the end of the day. Maybe one of your goals is leaving your kids or, or nieces and nephews monies. And then you can actually visually see, okay, this is potentially what we could have at the end of the day that would go on. Uh, to beneficiaries. So, you know, we really want to take the guesswork, the fear and the uncomfortableness out of your retirement. Quit just guessing uh, that you're going to be okay. You might be okay and actually know you're going to be okay. All right. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. 248-988-9696. 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right. Drown out the noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And in our quest to cover all things financial, anything it takes to get you ready for retirement, Sean likes to take some of the questions that he hears during the week. 
we type them in a little WordPad file on the side and we answer some of these questions on the show. And that, that's a good part of uh, if you go into Sean Mueller and you have a couple of visits with him, maybe you're listening to a future show and you're like, oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Well, it very well might be. We call it the mailbag segment. So uh, let's roll through a few of these here. Sean, you ready? All right, let's get in it. All right. First question is super short, uh, but I'm sure the answer is going to be long. Is long-term care insurance the way to go if I'm worried about coverage for that, or are there other options to consider? And I'm getting in this all the time now. Long-term care is one of the biggest things that folks come, and that's the first thing that they sit down and ask about. Is there a why? Like, why now? What's what's the big deal with long-term care? Like- I think folks, I think there's for a couple of reasons. They've experienced one of their parents that had to do it. Because basically 70% of uh, of folks will need some form of long-term care. It could be basic. It could be more extensive. It could be for six months. It could be for 10 years. But oh, 70%. You know what? My, my wife's grandmother, still alive. She's in her, her, her mid-90s. Uh, she's in hospice right now. I, I think that counts as long-term care because it only has to go past, what, like five or seven days for Medicare to not cover it? What, what are the rules? Yeah, yeah, some, something like that. I don't know the exact date. It's come a long way. The traditional policies were not good. Basically, you would put in premiums. As you age, the premiums would increase. If you didn't end up using it, the insurance company would keep all the money you gave them. And folks were like, look, we're not going to do this. I agree. I wouldn't do that with my money. So they had the insurance company had to do something different. And now they've come a long way. They're basically uh, wrapped around an index universal life policy or a whole life policy with a long-term care rider on it. So there's still a death benefit if, if you don't use it and things like that. And you can control really the premiums you put in and how much it's going to cover. And you can add inflation riders and all sorts of stuff. For those folks that maybe they're not in the best health, we find that they get approved for these sort of policies more often than not. Um, but there are alternatives as well. Let's just say maybe uh, as far as health, you wouldn't get approved for it. Or it, it comes down to age too. Uh, maybe you're a little bit too old to qualify for it, or you are at a, an age you can't put as much premiums in it over, you know, a t- say a 10-year time period. There definitely are alternatives to look at. Um, y- you know, you can look at maybe some sort of fixed index annuity or something along those lines that they have income doublers on them. So if you're receiving income off of that annuity and you're unable to do two of the six acts of daily living, like feeding, dressing yourself, moving to furniture to furniture, things like that. Uh, that income will double. So that could be something to to look at. Maybe you have an old life insurance policy and maybe you're able to make modifications on that. So that's something to look at. But there's definitely alternatives out there. But long-term care, hot topic. A lot of folks are looking into it more and more. Okay, so uh, you want to just roll to the next question here? Yes, sir. All right. I've been hearing rumors at work about some possible downsizing that's coming. I was planning to retire in the next year or two anyway, so should I just go ahead and retire before they let me go? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend just uh, retiring because they're they're talking about it. I would see what they might offer you. A lot of times when companies are downsizing, I know here in Michigan anyway, you have the, the big three uh, car companies. They normally offer some form of a package. Sometimes it could be a nice buyout package. Uh, recently, General Motors did one where they gave you a whole year of salary, uh, which was really nice. And then they they basically would extend uh, your health care benefits as well. Um, so that could be something that they offer you. It could be, you know, some other uh, severance package. Maybe it's only 
you know, three months of your salary and you're able to keep health insurance for six months, whatever it is. But if you hear it kind of going around where they're going to downsize in that and you're right in that retirement age, don't just pull the trigger on retiring. See what you can get off them. If you're able to retire anyway and they don't give you anything, well, no loss to you. You're basically about to about to quit anyway. So I would hold off and just see what they might offer you. And who knows? You, you might get $100,000 more than, than you thought you were going to. Okay, next question from the mailbag. This is a longer one, Sean, so stick with me. This one says, my wife and I have always wanted to run a small bed and breakfast after we retired, and we're hopeful we can still do that now that people seem more interested in travel and getting back to normal. But do you think trying to run a business and generate income in the hospitality slash travel industry is too much of a risk right now? We just don't want to totally walk away from our dream of making this work. Well, that's a great question. I would say it depends on the person and the retiree and how much assets you have saved. And, you know, if this bed and breakfast doesn't work out and the money that you guys put into this, is that going to affect your guys' overall retirement? Or do you have enough money saved where you guys can chance it and say, if we lose you know, a couple hundred thousand or whatever it is, it's still not really going to affect our retirement because opening up any sort of business let alone hospitality, travel industry. We just saw, you know, coming out of the pandemic, what that did to that industry. Uh, we saw what that can do. So if, you know, the assets that you're going to put into this Airbnb are real assets that you need, that you're relying on in retirement, I would say it may not be the best idea. Uh, you don't want a chance that you finally got to that retirement age. You guys obviously saved up a certain portion of money to chance it by starting a new business. I mean, small business, a lot of small businesses, I don't know the exact statistic, but they tend not to, to last. So you don't want to do that when you're 65 and you finally got to retirement. You guys can retire. I know you don't want to shut it down yet because you want to do something else, but you don't want to have to go back to work when you're 70 because this Airbnb didn't, or the, sorry, this, uh, the, uh, and breakfast, <laughs> bread and breakfast didn't work out. But to my point, what I was just saying about the air, uh, I, I mentioned Airbnb. Now, that might be something else that you can look at. I know here in Michigan, a lot of folks are, you know, up north and, and over off of Lake Michigan are renting out their, their second homes. Um, and they are making quite a bit of money by doing this. It's, they're booked up all summer long. And that might be a way to generate more income for you um, in, instead of maybe just doing a bed and breakfast. All right. Who needs to get their hands on a free copy of your book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise, Sean? The person that is listening to the show right now needs to call 248-988-9696. For one, you can set up an appointment. Or if you want to text book to that same number, you'll get your free book. Uh, we would love for you to read the book, get a lot of quality information out of it, and then give us a call. We can go over the things that are in the book and uh, and help you retire right. Yeah, and I like the idea that uh, the fact that you're listening right now means you're probably in the target demographic of someone who would benefit immensely from this book. It's it's the weekend. You're not out partying. You're not listening to music. You're listening to two guys talk about very important financial topics. So it looks like that's where your mind's at. And if and if you're listening to this show and you haven't turned it, then there's a reason. This is this is some this is the next big step. Text the word book to 248-988-9696. You'll get a free copy of Sean's book. There's not some weird shipping and handling thing we're going to slip in. It really is a free copy of the book. And what you're going to do is uh, you're going to read it. 
you're going to know more about finances. Maybe you'll come to Sean to, to be a financial planner. Maybe you'll go get help somewhere else. Maybe you'll think, well, I just uh, maybe I'll just wait. But it's up to you. It just starts with the, the word book. You're going to text that to 248-988-9696 or you can go to the website MuellerRetirementPlanning.com and that'll get you started. All right. Thanks for another great show. Sean Mueller, let's do this again next weekend. All right. Looking forward to it. I'm James Parker. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.